Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. A woman will break up with you in her mind first, and then her body will follow. And it won't matter how much money you got or what car you drive when your soul is shallow. When she's craving something deep and you lack the substance to understand depth. To understand what it's like staying up all night thinking about somebody that you love and you barely getting rest because they ass is too selfish to allow love in. And that's all you know how to give. So now you breaking your own heart while you trying to help them understand they shit. And it's not even what you did, but the principle behind the fact that you were supposed to be my friend. Some guys love the idea of a good woman more than the responsibility of having to show up for one. So I guess it makes more sense to give pieces of itself to different women so don't nobody require his ass or nothing. Laying next to a man who only knows how to give half-ass love, wondering why you never feel full. And your spirit is craving more. If you do everything on your own, you go to bed feeling alone. What the hell he even there for? I'd rather practice patience than be regretting time wasted. Planning first-class flights to forever with a person just for you to end up on a plane alone. Because they said they couldn't make it. A woman will break up with you in her mind first. And then her body will follow. And it won't matter how much money you got or what car you drive. When your soul is so shallow. Welcome back to Self-Care and Chill with Maui. Hey, everybody. I missed y'all. So... I hope everybody is having a good day today. I'm chilling. I'm really enjoying my son is on spring break right now. So I got my gym partner back. We've been going to the gym together every morning. So that's been really great for me. Not having to monitor him on virtual school, staying up all late, doing homework, doing orders and doing all these different things. So I definitely feel like I'm on a break too. I don't know who else kids is on spring break, but I hope you are also enjoying the time home, just relaxing and not having to turn in all that goddamn homework. So that's really been a little update for me. My Arizona show was so great. I I know I got on live a few times so that y'all can see what Arizona looked like if you weren't from there. I had never seen a cactus before, so (laughs) I was a little bit too hype. My man said, how many times are you going to take a picture of a cactus? And I had to tell him, we don't have cactus in North Philly, so I want to take some pictures of them so I can show my son when I get back, sir. Um, But the show was wonderful. The crowd was great. They were so supportive in Arizona. Um, I really can't wait to go back. I really enjoy hiking. Like it was definitely a dope vibe and dope experience for me to go there. Um, if you haven't been following the self-care and chill page on Instagram, it's self-care X chill. Um, I've been posting some updates on a story about me working out and me going to the gym. I definitely want to get this fitness challenge started this week so that we all can Work on our journey of being healthier. When you're working out and you're doing all those things, it makes you feel so good. That's a part of self-care, you feeling good about yourself. And I feel like it would definitely be helpful with having all the women in the comments, uplifting each other, having accountability partners, and you not feeling like you're doing this alone. So you doing check-ins with other women, I feel like it would be so great. So if you're not following the podcast page, make sure you do that. And if you're not following my Instagram, it is M-A-U-I underscore W, Maui underscore W. Um, yeah, so I decided that the prize will be $200 to who lose the most weights, whoever lose the most weight, um, a sweat belt and a workout set from M Sport. 
I think that's a great um prize. Y'all know I love giving away some money. We already do the self-care Sundays when I give people money on Sundays sometimes. So another another way for me to show my appreciation to y'all while also doing something that is beneficial to us both. So something that we did this week was I asked you guys for the podcast topics on the the, the Instagram page. And you guys have selected the topics that we will be talking about today. And I love when I do that too, because now I know that I'm talking about things that people need to hear. A lot of y'all was asking the same goddamn questions and I love to see it. And now I love to bring it with the advice because all y'all do is ask me advice. So that is what I'm here for. So that's what is given today. So here we are. Some questions that I really enjoyed were... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One of the topics that I think was really good that three people put in the comments is what are some green flags? We talk about red, Nia's Molly said, we talk about red flags, but what are green flags in a relationship? Signs that you're moving in the right direction when dating and should continue to put effort in. I think that is a great question. So things that I consider a green green flags are is somebody that is reciprocating, that is showing equal amount of interest, and I feel like that's so simple. It's so simple, and we don't pay attention to it enough. A lot of the times, we allow our emotions to be stronger than our common sense or our mind, and we really ignore everything. We'll double text. We'll keep good morning somebody every day. We'll keep asking when I'm going to see you. When can we hang out? When you going to make time for me? We do a lot of overextending because we like somebody a lot and we just want to spend time with them. And I get it. I feel like a green flag is somebody who is loving like you love. For you, for you to be able to take the back seat and enjoy somebody else trying to plan things for you. Like, hey, are you busy this weekend? You want to go out? And not just can I come over or you want to come to my crib. Like somebody that's planning something with you. And be, be a little gentle with some people because I know sometimes people feel like, oh, you're not going to what you're doing to me to death if you want to see me plan something. It's okay for you to tell somebody like, oh, okay, if you want to see me this week and plan something and I'll, and I'll let you know if I'm available. Because some people don't have the planning instincts besides going to the movies or going out to eat. If you want to do something that's a little more fun, like, it's okay to say, okay, I'll see you this weekend, like, plan something fun for us to do. So now that they know, okay, she wants to have fun. We can't really have fun at a movie. We can't have fun at dinner. Maybe they'll start thinking outside of the box, but I feel like it's all about somebody that's putting effort effort towards you. Another thing that I think is a green flag is somebody showing interest in the things that you are passionate about and the things that you care about. Somebody that is interested in your goals, asking you questions like, oh, what you go to school for? How long have you been in school? Like, or what are you interning for? Somebody that is interested and the things that you care about. Not necessarily because they care about it, but because they're interested in you. One thing I know is that when you really like a person and you just are happy to talk to them, 
conversation about anything. We'll have we'll find reasons for a conversation to not die. If you a girl and you on the phone with a guy, you'll be, oh, how old is your mom? Like, what church she go to? You asking all types of questions because you like him and you don't want to hang up the phone yet. So I think another green flag is somebody showing interest in the things that you care about, the things that you're passionate about. Um, another green flag that I think is if you're dating somebody, and when I say dating, I mean properly dating, like y'all go on dates. This does not include sex. I don't feel like once I feel like once y'all include sex, it kind of complicates things sometimes. So I don't consider you fucking somebody and going out dating. I feel like that's like a step in between dating and like relationships somewhere. It's like this weird gray area when people have sex too fast. I feel like it just kind of complicate things when we haven't established that we're going to be in a relationship. So to the single moms out there, I think a green flag is somebody asking about your kid. So not that he wants to see your kid or nothing like that. I feel like it's, oh, what you and your son doing today? What y'all do today? Like asking about your kid. Um, not on no creepy shit either. Like just on some regular like conversation starter. Like, okay, how does your son? What's his name? It's some guys that you've been talking to. They don't even know how old your kid is. Don't know his name. Don't know anything about the little boy. Don't know if he got braids or haircut, child. Don't really care. All they care about is, do you got a babysitter so that I can see you tonight? I don't like that because I feel like that. I always say, like, I never wanted to date and have somebody fall in love with the single mom version of me. Like, I never wanted to be one of those single moms that just always has a babysitter and a guy falls in love with the single mom version of me. And then I introduce him to my kid and it's just like, he doesn't like the mother version of me because he never knew it. He doesn't know the, oh, I can't come because me and my son have something planned or I don't have a sitter. When you, when you have a kid and you have responsibilities and you make yourself so accessible, like you're a single woman, I feel like a guy gets used to having all that access to you. So if y'all, if you introduce him to the kid or y'all move in together, like, they're used to you just giving them all their time. I don't like, I don't just don't like the idea. That's me personally, though. I never wanted somebody to fall in love with a single mom, the single version of me and not the part that's a mother. So I will always say, like, oh, I can't tonight. Like, me and my son are having movie night or me and my son are going to David Buses tomorrow. Whatever the case may be, I, I definitely will cancel plans on somebody or tell them that I can't go because... I'm on mommy duty. I'm on mommy time. This is about me and my kid. I feel like that's super important. I know sometimes we like somebody and we try and find a babysitter and stuff like that, but that's not realistic or how your life is. So I don't even think that you should introduce somebody to something that is not realistic for your lifestyle. That's something I think is a green flag. Um, another green flag I think is somebody that has positive habits. Outside of you, just on, like when they own, when I think it's super attractive when a guy is talking about his own personal development. Like, you know, I'm right now, I'm just focusing on myself. Uh, I just be working out, going to work, going to Bible study, going to man's gym, wherever he be going. But somebody that is doing their own internal work, girl, that shit's sexy. Like, what? You doing the inner work? You look good as hell, and you doing the inner work? Damn, come over here. Come on over here, okay? Um... I think that that's definitely a green flag. Um, cleanliness is a green flag for me. A nice, clean man, nose clean, dressed nice, smelling good. 
um, a gentleman, somebody that's naturally a gentleman. I love seeing women out with a man and like she stand, she stands in front of the door. He, she doesn't touch doors. I love a gentleman. Um, and more importantly, I feel like it's somebody being realistic about where you see yourself and if this person fits. Not that we have to overthink and think that everybody's going to be our husband, but just be honest about the type of person this person is. And can you really see this shit going somewhere? Like you falling in love with this drug dealing guy or this ex-convict that's in and out of jail. Like being realistic about where do you see yourself and if this person person aligns with it. That's it. I feel like sometimes we lie to ourselves for, for companionship. Don't get me wrong. I love, I love companionship. I love laying down, having my butt rubbed and stuff like that. Having somebody scratch my soul in. But at the same time, I don't want to have to lie to myself just because of temporary satisfaction. Being honest, like, can I see myself with this person or is this shit just good for right now? Um, it is just satisfying what I need for right now, the company that I'm looking for. I think that those are some green flags. Um, any Anytime you see somebody being accountable, um, not to say that y'all going to come into the door having disagreements, but somebody that can admit when they're wrong, somebody that just communicates and has good conversations of substance. Those are green flags, y'all. So I definitely think that the main thing, though, is being, being with somebody that is reciprocating, um, showing just as much interest as you. So there's no need to really overthink it if you're having mixed signals with somebody and you're trying to figure out if he don't really like your ass. Nine times out of ten, he's just not interested. And that does not mean go give him some pussy to try to make him interested and convince him. Stop using your vagina as collateral to convince somebody that you're a good woman or they should be with you. Save your vagina. I really, really want you to do that. Somebody else asked, how do you control your emotions? Um, so, we literally, I literally just said this like five minutes ago. You got to train your mind to be stronger than your emotions. And it's like I said, everybody's not meant to be your husband. Okay? Everybody's not your soulmate. You're not whisking off into a fairy tale with everybody. That's it. Enjoying things for what they are in this moment. Being happy. We can move with intentions by asking the person, like, are you looking for a relationship? Being honest about what we're looking for. Stop agreeing to shit that you know that wouldn't make you happy. Stop saying, like, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship either. When you know you want to be in a relationship. So, for one, for us to do that, to control our emotions, is for us to move with intention and be honest. Okay? Because after we're honest and we're moving with intention and we're entertaining some shit that's not what we want, it's easy, it's easy for us to control our emotions when we know this person said that they don't want to be with us. They don't want a girlfriend right now. I shouldn't be fucking with them. I shouldn't be talking to this guy. I shouldn't be having sex with him because I know I'm an emotional person. That's it. Simple. A lot of the times we have to control our emotions in situations with a person that doesn't really like us as much as we like them. We want to control our emotions so that we don't be feeling silly, so that we don't be feeling crazy, looking like we're doing too much. You wouldn't have to control your feelings if you were with somebody or entertaining or talking to somebody or dating somebody that was reciprocating and showing you just as much interest. When you feel like you have to control your emotions or protect your feelings or protect parts of yourself, it's because you know that your ass don't got no business fucking with that person. That's why you're trying to protect yourself. You ain't supposed to be there. Go ahead. And that's on Mary had a little lamb and a goat, okay? 
learning how to say no. I'm just going through the comments and y'all have some really good questions in here. Learning how to say no. You creating boundaries. We did a topic on, we did a podcast episode on boundaries. A part of the reason why a lot of these relationships is so goddamn raggedy is because of your inability to say no. Your inability to say no. Your inability to say, I don't forgive you. I'm not ready to take you back. I don't trust you. I'm not happy here. I'm not satisfied. I'm not happy with myself to even be with a person right now. I need to work on myself. The, the lack of honesty and boundaries is a lot of, is a big part of why a lot of these relationships be raggedy as hell. Everybody's walking around just trying to lie to themselves and try to freaking protect everybody else's feelings. Not trying to not trying to tell the truth. Um saying no is not bad. You come first. You showing up and being happy and making yourself happy first allows you to make everybody else happy and not be resentful, not be upset, not feel burnt out or drained or like you spreading yourself thin. Show up for yourself first. Stop being so afraid to say no, thinking that if you say no, people are not going to want to be your friend. He not going to want to be with me. He going to get mad. It's going to start an argument. So the fuck what? That was fuck with two K's. Okay. So what? You overextending yourself to everybody. You allowing yourself to be a doormat. You saying yes to everybody. You spreading yourself thin. It's 10 o'clock at night. You don't got no energy left to show up for yourself. You ain't got time to do shit for yourself because you out here trying to run around showing up for everybody else. Burning yourself out. Stop feeling bad about no. No, it's not as bad as it thinks. The only people who will get mad at choosing a no and choosing yourself are the people who benefit from you being a doormat. They don't like when you choose you. Because it's too many perks of you choosing them first. It's too many benefits by you putting yourself last. Stop feeling bad about saying no and stand on your freaking word. No, that's it. And I don't have to elaborate. I said no, and I'm not explaining why. No. I don't forgive you yet. I don't want to take you back. I don't trust you. Y'all letting people say to you, well, if you don't trust me, then that means that you don't love me. Well, I do love you. I do trust you. I don't fucking trust you. That's what it is. You broke the trust. I don't trust you. What else? You're sitting here lying to yourself because you think that if you say it more and more, you're going to start to believe it. You don't trust him. That's why you're going through phones. That's why you're going through his comments. That's why you're trying to sneak and go through his Instagram and Facebook. That's why you're asking a, middle, a million of questions. I do trust you. No, I do trust you. No, you don't. And when we start being honest with ourselves, then we can work from here. I don't trust him. Why? Why don't I trust him? What has he done? What do I feel inside of me? What kind of shit do I need heal? Maybe he ain't do nothing for you not to trust him. Maybe you just got a lot of trauma from shit that you experienced with other partners that you're carrying around. And you don't trust nobody. We can't heal if we hiding. We cannot heal if we are hiding. Your job is to be honest with yourself. Okay? Um... Regaining your your own independence in a relationship and doing your own doing things on your own. 
I tell y'all all the time. Make sure you have your own shit. Okay? Can't nobody throw nothing in your face. Can't nobody tell you what they're going to take from you. Can't nobody say, well, I'm not taking you to work tomorrow. You can't use the car. When you come with your table full and set, people got to leave with what they came with. I know that we look at our partners to provide, protect, whatever. I don't know if you're in a relationship with a man or a woman, but I don't freaking know. Whoever you're in a relationship with. We want our partners to be some sort of provider. I get that. Your partner can provide and you still can be independent. And once you feel like you have put too much power in your partner's hand to provide for you and to control different dynamics, now we have to work on taking those baby steps to know. Like, I'm paying for my own things. I'm going to figure it out. You need to have the ability to figure things out. You don't want to leave a relationship and feel like I have nothing. I'm going to be homeless if I break up with him. I can't afford bills by myself because we relied on this person so much. You are your own person. You are yours before you are anybody else's. Y'all not even married. It ain't shit set in stone. You ain't, at this point, you ain't got no car. You ain't got no job. I'm going to stay at home, mom. Stop saying stuff like that. Y'all not even married. This person could walk away and take everything and you won't have shit. You're not a stay at home, mom. You are a girlfriend with no job that stays in the house with the kid. A stay at home, mom, that's a married woman. Because at least freaking, if he left his wife, the wife would get something. He could leave you. If you're, if you're a girlfriend with no job that stays in the house with a baby, he can leave tomorrow. And what are we going to do? We got it. Girl, I told y'all how hard that shit was. I got out of a relationship depending on the person to pay half of everything. And then I wasn't happy no more. I would cry. I was scared to leave. I couldn't afford this shit by myself. A lot of the times I'm contemplating, I'm thinking like, damn, like, should I just stay? I promised I wouldn't, I had, I had made a promise to myself. I ain't never going to put myself in this position again, ever. I still broke up with them. Struggled my ass off trying to freaking pay bills. Working overtime, double time, triple time, any fucking time they got at that goddamn job. I'm doing it. Anything I need to do. Had me an online store at the time. Really broke up when I had to turn the hustle up for myself. A hustle that should have already been turned up with or without a man. So with or without a man, ain't shit in my life going to change. I'm like, damn, I can't afford it. I was in credit card debt, couldn't afford my credit card bills no more because I didn't pay those. He paid all those for me. He paid the car insurance, credit cards. I was confused on like, how am I going to do this? I never want to be in a position to feel like I can't move the way I want to move without a man. I can't do that. You can't do that. For you to feel stuck, I don't know what I'm going to do, where I'm going to go. I've trusted this person with so much. A person that's my boyfriend. Child. Mm, mm, mm. Re-entering the dating phase after years of being numb and guarded. 
Another person is saying how to get back into dating after being single for years. How to start dating again. Okay, so that question was asked three times. So I really think that the best thing is you taking baby steps. Okay. To those of you who feel like I was in a relationship for years, I wasted my time. No, you didn't. Okay. The only people who wasted time are people that didn't learn shit. Okay. We're out here and we learning. We're implementing and we are, we are evolving. So the things that we are learned, we have learned, we are implementing them in the next situation. And next time around, ain't nothing going to waste. Every, every moment that you think was wasted, every, every moment was accounted for. We learned from something from each second, each day, each freaking year that we was with they ass. And everything that we learned, we will implement. Okay? This ain't like when we was in high school and you took freaking pre-calculus and you ain't never had to use pre-calculus in your whole goddamn life. This ain't, this ain't like algebra too. Okay? When you ain't have to utilize none of that shit. We learning some shit now that we can actually use and tap into. So this time around when we are dating, we are moving with intention. We are being intentional. We're not entertaining shit that we know would not make us happy. We are having non-negotiables. With these non-negotiables, it will, it will avoid you just dating random ass people. You trying to see potential where there is none. Some, some of your non-negotiables is you want your man to be religious. You want a man that is family-oriented, that is ambitious, that is financially literate, that is educated, that carries himself self well. Okay? That's something, this is for example. Why are you messing with a man who isn't religious, who hates his family, who doesn't want no freaking kids? Okay? Who parties all the time, that doesn't even like really want to be in a relationship. Always want to hang out with his homeboys. Doesn't even know what he's doing with his life right now. Really just trying to figure it out. He don't know if he's coming or going. Why are we trying to build with some shit like that and be honest about where you are in your life and what can you handle and not handle? What are you willing to compromise with? And I'm only willing to compromise with one thing. Shit, you're not going to have me compromising with a bunch of shit that you bring to the table that I don't like. I got about two slots of compromise. You got about two things that, I'm, that I could not fucking like, and I'll try work with you. But if you come in with too many goddamn things, oh, we're not compatible. It's just too much shit here that I don't like, and that's that. This ain't working. We don't go together. We water and oil. But taking your time. Taking your time and getting to know people is no rush. It's no need to overthink. It's no, it's no need to get mad at little simple things. This is something that really bothers me, y'all. Oh, Molly, I've been talking to this guy for two weeks. He hasn't called me in two days. He, oh, my gosh. You don't even know him like that. He doesn't know you like that. Stop that attachment of... Feeling like somebody's obligated or entitled to call you. We're dating. We're going to know each other. But I, I don't call people every single day when I was dating them. Like, you're important. I like you. But I wasn't. You weren't crossing my mind all day, every day. Like, I have a whole life. 
a kid that's in it, a business that's in it, like things that are in it, like other people that I'm talking to. So for us to meet people, meet guys and think that the day that we they get our phone number, they need to call us every single day, that from that moment and that point, we need to start building. Come on. Let's be, I want us to really, really, really be realistic. Okay? You're dating. When we're not putting our all our eggs in one basket, we're not as upset as we thought we would be. Okay? So, not putting, your, not putting all your eggs in one basket. Dating properly, getting to know people for who they truly are. Seeing who you're really compatible with. Who do you share interests with? Who's fun? At the end of the day, you want a partner that's fun. Um, understanding that even if you meet a great guy, he may not be a guy for you. He's smart. He's handsome. He has a big house, a nice car, great career. But it may not be a spark there. And that's okay. We don't got to try to force nothing either. And then another thing is, you don't have to try to force something just because a guy is nice. He's a nice guy. And he really likes me. Let me just try. And you're just really, you feel like there's no chemistry there. I feel like some people don't realize that just because somebody likes you, you don't have to like them. Okay, he's a nice guy. It's a lot of guys that's going to be nice. There's a lot of people that's going to be nice and like you. If you don't like them, you don't like them. You're trying to convince yourself to like him. Oh, he's not that cute, but he's funny. And him being funny makes him more attractive. What? Oh, my gosh. Whatever is helping you get through it, get through something that you don't naturally want to do, that's fine. I'm not judging. It's your life. Um, but understanding that chemistry, those kind of things, natural things. And then there's other things that we can grow. We can like each other more. And then sometimes when you're dating and you're getting back out there, it's okay for you to have friends. You may not like this guy. You may not want to have sex with him or date him serious, seriously, but he makes a great friend. Like you like talking to him. You're just not attracted or feel like there's a connection here. It's absolutely okay. We go into everything thinking that it needs to lead to something. Absolutely fine for it not to. So this will be the last question because I want to save some of these questions for another episode. So... I definitely, I want to save some of these for another episode because there's so many different questions that were really good that I feel like need a longer answer. Like some of y'all saying fake friends and ungrateful woman and the characteristics in a man first impression. Like those are pretty good. So being consistent in your self-love journey. That's what we, this is what we ended it with. Being consistent and your self-love journey, child, because you know I love me some self-love. And I feel like that is the hardest for a lot of people. But I feel like the most important for me was being gentle with myself and not being so hard on myself in my on my self-love journey when I was making mistakes. Cause I don't want y'all to think that I'm the perfect self-love fairy godmother. I am a self-love fairy godmother child, but your girl that made mistakes. Like I had to I took a couple trips and falls along the way. Like, so that's why I want y'all to know that when it's hard and when it's lonely, there's been time where it's though, like, I couldn't avoid temptation. It's been times where I went back to somebody I wasn't supposed to be fucking with and I allowed myself to go back and get mistreated some more. There's been times where freaking I lowered my worth, where I didn't know my worth, 
where freaking I compromised and I accepted some shit that freaking I never thought I would before. It's times where it's though like I fucked with somebody. I would ain't have no bit my ass ain't had no business with them. Okay. But like what we talked about in this episode was saying no and creating boundaries. Like a part of you creating these boundaries and standing on your word is really, really knowing your worth and not changing and watering no parts of you down for anybody. And I feel like that that's the part that's hard, but that's the part that's most important. Because with you creating these boundaries, people are going to leave. Like, people aren't going to be as interested. People aren't going to stay around as long as they used to. And it's because you're you're not that you're not that freaking easy person that was just saying yes like you used to be. Now people have to reciprocate or meet you on the same level when you're not willing to water yourself down for nobody. So when I realized my worth and I realized how deserving of love that I was, I stopped settling for shit that I knew couldn't make me happy. I stopped settling for places that I know I wasn't supposed to be, even if it was hard, even if it broke my heart. Um, even the moments where these places, these places didn't bring me no happiness, only brought me comfort because of my attachment. I had to leave them alone. I had to, I had to let it go. And whether I was in the house by myself, having to watch being Mary Jane, I had to do what I had to do for me. Um, continuing to do things that make you feel good, whether it's working out, taking yourself out on dates, changing your hairstyles every week like me. (laughs) Buying yourself candles or new sheets and decorating your house, coloring, journaling, whatever it is you reading, going for walks, you praying more, you you getting closer to God, whatever it is, riding your bike, finding your happy place in a place that makes you feel peaceful. Um, and knowing that everything that you're feeling is okay. We're not trying to avoid no emotions. So if you want to cry because you miss Jerome, I want you to cry. I want you to be sad. Um, I want you to feel everything that you need to feel. I don't want you to be, I don't want you to feel like I ain't going to cry today. I was doing really, really good. No, cry. If you feel like you have to go ahead. It's time that you release and let go of the shit that you've been holding on to. So if you feel like you need to cry, go ahead and let it, let it out. The goal is to feel weightless. We're not holding on to anything. We're not attached to nothing. And it ain't anything that we're afraid to let go of. Because what's for us will align perfectly. It will never miss us. So I feel like another thing in your self-love journey is those affirmations. I know they sound corny and cliche, but we so hard on ourselves and we beat ourselves up so much about not feeling perfect and constantly feeling like there's things about ourselves that we need to change or work on that you need to congratulate yourself for the things that are good, the things that you do admire and love about you. I feel like that's so important. You're beautiful. I'm a hustler. I'm smart. I'm funny as hell. I got some nice ass teeth. Okay, I give great advice. I'm a little blind and I need to, I'm always losing my glasses, but yeah. Other than that, I might need to lose 10 pounds, but yeah, I'm still cute. Doing things that make you feel good. So when a person comes into your life and they try to tell you what your worth is, we can't negotiate. There's no negotiating because I know what I'm worth. So when a person comes in your your life and they try to treat you less than worthy, or less than, you know, I don't even treat myself like that. Why the fuck would I allow you to come in here and treat me less than how I treat me? 
Why would I allow you to come into my life and do some shit to me that I don't even do to myself? If we talking about lower frequencies, you got to love me like I love me or you got to love me more than me. Making sure that we know how to be happy by ourselves, so that any happiness that anybody brings to us is added on top of what we've given to ourselves. We're not looking for nobody to make us happy. That, that was something that was important to me. I found I had found all my happiness and my importance in my relationships, child. When I learned how to do that shit by myself, I wasn't up under nobody's ass. I wasn't worrying about where he at 24-7 calling his phone because I didn't have no life. I know how to make me happy. I know how to go about my day and go find some shit to do for me. I'm not worried about no man 24-7. And that was a part of learning how to make yourself happy, being your own individual. Taking care of you. Even if I'm in a relationship, which I'm which I am, he does shit that make himself happy. I do things that make me happy. We make ourselves happy together too sometimes. But you have your life, I have my life. We are our own two people. I'm not I'm not up under your ass. I got my own things going on. And it's, I want to continue to make myself happy. I want to continue to do that. I woke up at six o'clock in this morning and walked my ass right on the treadmill. I made smoothies for my son, my man. Went back on the treadmill, minded my business, watched me some girlfriends. In my own little world, he left to go work out. Like I told you, I barely call him throughout the day when he's working out. I don't care. Listen, have fun working out. I'll watch your stories on Instagram of you enjoying it. Self-love journey ain't going to be easy. A lot of accountability and you being honest. You being honest with yourself about some of the shit that you had to deal with in the past with these relationships and knowing that a lot of the times you could have left sooner, but you settled. You stayed. You didn't know your worth. You didn't know how valuable you was. You didn't know what you brought to the table. Some of us didn't bring, feel like we brought anything to the table and we deserve to be treated like that. So it's important for you to tap into the things that you that you know that you bring to the table. So, I ho- hopefully somebody on a self-love journey needed to hear that today. Take yourself out on a date. Go do something for you. Make yourself feel special. Stop worrying about a man 24-7 or a woman. I don't know who you with. I don't know who's listening. But start doing some stuff to make you happy. Um, pouring into yourself. And standing firm on your boundaries. Every Everybody that's going to leave from you having boundaries that are, are the people that's meant to leave. Tell them to pack their shit. They could go. Shit. Ain't nobody forcing you to stay somewhere that you don't want to be. Imagine you with all the things that you bring to the table trying to convince somebody not to leave you. How the fuck that sound? Don't leave me. Don't, don't, I don't want you to go. I bring what you bring. Just like I'm losing something by you walking away, you losing something from walking away from me too. I'm not begging. Absolutely not. I'm not begging as if I need somebody. As if I'm not shit without you. It's going to hurt. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be crying. And even in the moments when I feel like I'm about to have a goddamn asthma attack, I will breathe again. Okay? And that's what I know to be true. In the moments where your heart is hurting and you feel like you cannot breathe, you will breathe again. It's, I've seen it happen a million times, Joe. Anyways, I hope everybody has a wonderful, amazing day. 
a grateful, intentional, intentional and a mindful day. Think of something that you're grateful about today. Because even if things ain't going the way you want it to go, even if you ain't got everything that you want, you got everything that you need. Another day of God waking you up and choosing you, okay, to be accountable and to love yourself a little bit more. You know it ain't a podcast unless I include God up in it, okay, girl? I love me some God, child. Everybody, have a beautiful day.